Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Dr. Jordan Peterson talking about why you need to develop thick skin and be mentally tough. Dr. Peterson has written a couple books about life, rules for life, that is, and one of his first rules in his book, 12 Rules for Life, is stand up straight with your shoulders back, right? So that you signal to the world who you are, you're confident, you're strong, and that people should respect you and that you should respect yourself. And I believe this rule kind of goes hand in hand with what he's talking about in this clip today. He's talking about, you know, hierarchies and where you fit into it. And the more confident you are, the more you can endure, the higher up the hierarchy you'll make it. And hierarchies are not all bad, right? They're not inherently wrong. They create value in certain levels and they kind of help you understand where you fit relative to everything else. And I believe this is a powerful thought because if you can understand the system, you can understand how to beat it, how to use it to your advantage, right? Because while one person is upset that the system is working against them and they just don't understand, the other person, yourself, you're looking at it as, okay, this system does not work if I do X, Y, and Z. This is a perfect opportunity for me to change my behavior and figure out how to improve myself within the system. How do I move up this dominance hierarchy? And who's over you, right? How do I move up in in the social status? That's a perfect way to kind of view things. And that's what Dr. Peterson kind of alludes to in this episode is that hierarchies are not always bad, but the better you work on yourself and the more you can endure, the more punishment you can take, not bad punishment, but real world kind of experience punishment, the more punishment you can take, the higher up you can move because you'll be more confident and you'll understand where you fit relative to other things and you don't let little things get to you. This is a great episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And it's a critique in some sense also of the idea of the patriarchy. You know, because the patriarchy is this dominant, oppressive hierarchy that everyone's embedded in. And, you know, the social constructionist, social justice warrior, postmodernist types think about that as a social construction. It's like, how about no? That's just wrong. Lobsters have hierarchies. That's a third of a billion years ago. Okay, that's not a social construction. It's part of being itself. And if you only see a hierarchy as power and and tyranny, then you're looking at the world wrong. Like, it's true that hierarchies can be tyrannical and dominant. Mm -hmm. And and a degenerated hierarchy is nothing but tyranny. But in a functional society, the, the hierarchy is actually the structure of the society. And you're actually protected within it. Well, then how you relate to that hierarchy is very important, but that's part of personal development. That's part of standing upright, you know, and then 
people in the hierarchy think, oh, well, you're someone who could do good things for the hierarchy. Let's promote you. Yeah. You know, like men don't struggle for power. That isn't what men do. Not if they're civilized. They size each other up and elect the competent to lead them. And they do that at every level of society. Like I tell a story in there about, might be later in, in another chapter, it doesn't matter. I worked in a rail crew in, in, in southern Saskatchewan. They're rough guys, like a lot of them had been in prison, you know. And when you first came onto the rail crew, you got a stupid nickname and people teased you. And I remember this one kid called Lunch Bucket. That was his nickname because he came to the rail crew with a lunch bucket that looked like his mom had packed it. That was a bad idea. Mm -hmm. You bring your damn lunch in kind of a you know, ratty paper bag. Right. You don't make too big a thing out of and it. And it's you know? dirty and smelly. Yeah, that's exactly and, yeah. right. It's like you're not pronouncing your status with yeah. your lunch You don't bucket. have a Barbie lunch box. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> yeah. So they named him Lunch Bucket which he wasn't very happy about. Yeah. Well, that was a mistake. He should have taken it with a smile. And then he was always peevish and irritable. And if you asked him to do something, he'd whine. And so like, hmm. this was soon after I joined the Royal, Royal Rail Crew. Well, soon, there's about 60 men on this crew. It stretched out about a quarter of a mile down the tracks. Soon, anonymous harassers were throwing pebbles at him during work. We had hard hats on. So the game was, let's see if we can hit a lunch bucket in the in the hard hat with a pebble. Anonymous, it makes it nice, anonymous. Uh, yeah, well, because you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. And, and that was purposeful because he didn't, couldn't take a joke. It's like, well, let's see if he can take this joke. Clunk, and everybody go, ha, ha, you know. And then he just got more and more peevish and the pebbles got bigger and bigger. And, you know, a week later, lunch bucket was gone, having not learned anything right. from the experience. But, you know, the men were testing him out. It's like, can you take a joke? Can you, can you, can you be useful? Can you at least be amusing? Like, mm -hmm. can, is there something worthwhile about you? It's like, no, it's like, okay, well then you're out of here because you never know when we actually might need to depend on you. The nicknames that, that, that are in the SEAL teams, like I can't with good conscience repeat them. <laughs> I'm sure that's because true. Because they're just, they're just horrible, yeah, horrible yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. But there's a camaraderie around that and there's also the way as i was reading what you had written about these guys working on a railway railway crew yeah there's a test it's a test yeah, yeah. it's a test to see where you're at that's what right. you're made of that's right. can, can we rely it? on can, you can, can you can you tolerate a little bit of irritation if the answer to that is no it's like well maybe we don't want you around then because some irritating things are likely to come down the pipe yeah and it's it's not just um it, it, to me to me it proves if you've got someone that can take it right it's not just that they can take some random joking insults. Like they can, they can, can take it. They can take it. Yeah, that's what you're testing for. Yeah. It's like, can you take it? Lunch bucket couldn't, right? Because people would laugh at his lunch bucket and he'd get all upset. It's like, well, you have a stupid lunch bucket. It's like, you know, your mom packed it. How about you laugh at yourself? Yeah, my mom packed this. I know it's kind of stupid. That would have been the end of it. He would have just had to say that. Yeah. It's like, but I didn't want to hurt her feelings. It's like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. Fine, you got your stupid lunch bucket, and, but no, he couldn't handle that, you know. So yeah, it was it was horrible and comical to watch at the same time because the level of and people have written me about that and they said, oh, you know, poor lunch bucket. It's like because they're all compassionate. I think no, no, not poor lunch bucket. It's like clue the hell in, buddy. You yeah. had your chance. You know that was a desirable job that rail crew job in the summer because it was high paying, you know, and it, they weren't easy to come by those jobs. And so the fact that he got hired onto that crew was a real opportunity for him. You could make a pile of money in the summer at working on the rail crew. And all you had to do was take some ribbing with good grace, not suck up to the management too badly, and 
not have other people do your job. That was all. That was all you had to do. But he couldn't do that. And so he got run off. And it was like, grow the hell up, buddy. You know, these guys, when a hundred people are teasing you, then probably they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you are getting teased like that as well, well, when you, when you, when you stop reacting, it's no longer fun. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. Well, it also gives you an opportunity to tease back. It's like, because you can show your wit. And one of the things that working class guys in particular, which is what one of the things I really loved about working class jobs is that they're always looking for some humor. So it's like if if person A is teasing person B, that's kind of comical. But if person B comes back with a good comeback, it's like, that's even better, you know? So I think that's a lot of how those jobs are rendered tolerable, right? It's their their hard, dirty jobs. Dishwasher's a good example of that. It's not dangerous. Although cooking is is you know you gotta watch your step i got burned a lot when i was cooking um but what makes those jobs not only tolerable but even desirable is that you can develop a tremendous amount of camaraderie around them i've never really experienced that at a professional level job that just doesn't happen the same way and it's really there's a real loss in that so it's 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 fun to be part of a team that's doing you know grubby hands-on things and and having a ridiculously entertaining, vicious, cruel, and evil time while you're doing it. That's very entertaining. I had an experience with that about three years ago. I put my videos up online and people kept saying that I sounded like Kermit. And I thought, well, one person said it and I thought, well, whatever. But then like five people said it and I thought, oh my God, like this Kermit thing. So then I went and listened to Kermit and I thought, oh no. It's like, it's like really, I really sound like Kermit, you know. And so then, well, then I started to play with it a little bit, you know. I used the puppet and mm-hmm. when, I, when, I, when I went to speak to university students and I made frog jokes and then I made a, vid- I made a couple of videos that sort of featured me as a frog. And I mean, it's crazy, right? It's ridiculous. But but that's and but but the teasing never got mean because of that, you know. Yeah. And the same things happened online to a larger degree as people keep making memes of me. Like and there's I don't know, there's lots of them. There's way too many to even keep track of. And I was watching that happen and I thought, okay, this is a good thing because there's humor and wherever there's humor, that's a good thing. And they're making fun of me, but it's gentle. You know, most of it was pokey, you know, like, well, you sound like this damn puppet. What do you think of that? It's like, well, if I had to pick someone to sound like, it probably wouldn't be a puppet. But if it had to be a puppet, Kermit's not a bad one. It could be a lot worse. Like, it could be Miss Piggy. It could have been that, you know, so thank God that didn't happen. But the memes have never got vicious because, you know, I'll post them if they're funny and satirical. And then they won't get vicious because they don't have to. It's like, can we poke fun of, at you? It's like, yeah, please do. And mo- the more the better, really, because th- that'll also help keep my feet on the ground and keep me awake. And plus, it's funny. And like, one of the things about life is that a sense of humor, that's a good thing to, to arm yourself with because sometimes you just don't have anything other than that. If you're going to face a threat, If you face it voluntarily, what happens is your body activates itself for exploration and mastery. But if you face it involuntarily, same size threat, then you you revert to prey, prey mode and you're frozen. And that's way, way, way more stressful. It's way harder on your body. And so it's better to keep your eye open 
and watch for emergent threats because you all know you know what you're not doing quite right and where your life is likely to unravel you all have a sense of that and the best thing to do is to not ignore that to pay attention to it to watch it and to take corrective action early and then you know you stay on top of things and things your little trip to the underworld might be a few minutes long instead of a catastrophe that produces post-traumatic stress disorder knocks you out for four or five years and maybe you never recover so and that's you know that's what these kind of symbolic representations mean it's those are states of being that 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 indicate being devoured and you can be devoured by your own unconscious Jesus that happens all the time what does that mean well you know and it's an autonomous thing in some sense, you know, like if you, if you get depressed or if you get really anxious, you don't have any control over that. It's like it sweeps up over you and pulls you down. Why down? Well, down is where you go when you're sad. You don't go up. Man, I'm up today. Oh, that's too bad. No, it's man, I'm down today. And well, that's partly this, and it's partly because this is subordinate, and it's partly because down is closer to the ground and farther from the sky like there's all sorts of reasons you're feeling down rather than up up is where you're aiming right you aim up you don't aim down Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like this episode and want to hear more just like it, subscribe and tune back in Monday through Friday to hear more of the show. Thanks for listening again and have a great day.